Warning, Money's Crazy Mind contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised, but will be completely f- ignored. <laughs> Doing right, doing wrong Parents pissed off every time I write a song Smoke crack, push up Satan, what the fuck is that? It's something funny, made for you to laugh at You're destroying America with your rap You're so full of shit, I need to call hazmat The only way I would ever apologize If I had my face buried in your sister's thighs Okay, I'm sorry for what it's worth But the best part of you was the afterbirth If you can't take a fucking joke Then go jump in the river Nah, 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 nah And I fucked your sister You can't take a fucking joke Then go jump in the river And I fucked your sister Well, here we are. We are back again. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the It's Friday night. It's 8 p.m. And I was inspired this past week by a topic that we talked about when I was a guest on Jeff James's show right here on Redline Radio LLC. Loud and local. And I wanted to do this before I forgot about it. And we've even got something really cool coming up here. Anyway, but welcome in to Money's Crazy Mind. What's going on, everybody? As you can see, Nurse Ratchet still has me in this fucking room. But not much I can really do about that right now. So welcome back into the asylum, everybody. I'm hoping that I'm seeing things, but if you know, you know. But here we go. Another one. Season three is well underway. So we're probably just going to stop mentioning that this is season three. But you do see the announcement right down there. Stay tuned for more news on that. But anyway, like I was saying, I got inspired by a topic that Jeff and I were talking about on Loud and Local when I was there as a guest host. And also the week later when I was there as a guest producer when he had Dynamite Dave and Timbuktu on the show. And I got to thinking about it, and I'm just like, I really want to tackle this, and I want to take it one step further. But before we get into that, let's have a conversation, shall we? So as you can see, we're kind of doing like these specials here 
to kind of fill out the weekly schedule here at Redline Radio. And we're going to do something with that. Uh, you know, Lex just did his Let's Talk About Sex. Before that, he did his uh, Ode to Hip Hop, things like that. So I think an idea that Jeff and I had that we were going to do for Money's Crazy Soundtrack, we might just do that for one of these Monday night specials when Lex isn't doing one of his. So stay tuned for a lot of information coming up about that. I'm sorry. I don't feel like I'm close enough. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on with me this week. But but um, so before we get into this topic, this week, there's not really going to be much else that we do this week other than this particular topic. We do have a dumbass crimes that we will get to, but we do not have a uh, uh, why is this news this week? We're going to stay away from that for just a second, not because um i couldn't find anything or anything like that i mean trust me there's there's tons of shit that came out this past week that doesn't classify as news that you found on the news just you know like i like i said when i debuted the stuff back in episode one of season three this wasn't going to be a weekly topic and this is just one of the weeks where we're not going to do it you know just as simple as that but there are a few things that are going to be coming up later in the year that we're going to be kind of dropping hints ding, ding, ding. to things that, you know, obviously this is going to be a big topic of discussion for money's crazy mind. And it's going to be kind of when we're going to get into some real deep, deep geek culture stuff. And I'm super excited about it. So if you have a keen eye, you'll be able to make out some of the hints that you're going to see throughout the show over the next few months. Uh, some of them may be more obvious than others. Some of them may be more subtle than others. But nonetheless, <clears throat> they're going to be there. And the show is chock full of them this week. Let's see if any of the keen eye watchers this week can pick up on some of those hints. Now. Uh, like I said, you know, don't really have uh, much to get to this week in terms of what's on my crazy mind. It's It's been a little bit of a quiet week for me, man. You know, just kind of been, you know, filling in at the radio station when they've needed me, you know, uh, getting things together with the new job, you know, making sure things are going well there, making sure things are going well with me and the wife. You know, and when your mom calls you and says, I just want to sleep all day for Mother's Day, you give your mom what she wants on Mother's Day, man. So it's been a little bit of a quiet week, a little bit of a quiet week. And uh kind of happy about that, because like I said, you know, just had a little bit of um, chaos going on the past couple of weeks. It was nice to have a down week. Um, as you heard last night on Money's Crazy Soundtrack, uh, which we will re-air Saturday afternoon at about 3.30-ish. Uh, we actually played a lot of the songs that we're going to be talking about here tonight that are banned from airplay or have been highly censored or you know, put into a late-night rotation where younger audiences can't be subjugated 
to the content of some of these videos and some of these songs that we're going to be talking about here today. But before we get into that, let's talk about some dumbass criminals. Spray Paint Duo dubbed Criminals of the Week after attempting to hide stolen hot pink semi, authorities say. I'm sorry, but this one... How do you hide a hot pink semi? One, it's a semi. Two, it's hot pink. It's very fucking noticeable. Let's go to the story. And this shouldn't surprise anybody when I tell you where this story is from. Flagger County, Florida. Was anybody shocked by that? Didn't think so. Two people were arrested after authorities in Florida say they allegedly stole a semi-tractor truck and attempted to hide it by spray painting it. According to officials with the Flaker County Sheriff's Department, investigators received an anonymous tip regarding two people, a man and a woman, allegedly spray-painting a Peterbilt semi-truck outside a Days End motel. Oh, my God. <sighs> investigators said the truck's original color... Excuse me. ...appeared to be hot pink. And the suspects were in the process of concealing its original color with the spray paint. <laughs> As deputies arrived, both the man and woman fled the scene and a pursuit ensued on foot. After two hours, officials said both the man and woman were caught hiding in the woods. Delaney Coutinho Gonzalez, I'm so sorry, Tony, that this has to be somebody with your name, and Reiner Lazario Perez were taken into custody and are expected to face multiple charges, including grand theft auto and criminal mischief. Officials say Coutinho Gonzalez was later released from jail after posting a $13,000 bond. Thanks to another concerned citizen calling after see, after see something, say something, our deputies were able to catch two thieves and recover a sol stolen semi and return it to its rightful owner, who now has to repaint it hot pink. Said Flager County Sheriff Rick Staley. They also get selected as the Dumb Criminals of the Week Award for thinking that you that they could spray paint a semi in a hotel parking lot and not get noticed. I mean, yeah. I'm <laughs> what the hell were you idiots thinking? <laughs> if you are a criminal, don't come to Flaker County driving stolen property and running from us as you will only go to the Green Roof Inn tire. Investigators said the truck 
approximately valued at $280,000, was reported out of Columbia County hours before the arrest. So let that be a lesson to you scumbags. Florida is tired of Florida man. But that, this was, just wasn't Florida man. This was Florida couple. Okay? Now, I mean, you have to kind of a, a, agree with the sheriff here when he said you kind of got to be an idiot to think that you could just bring yourself to this county, steal a truck that was very noticeable in color, and then try to spray paint it. Now, there were pictures in the article, but I didn't grab them because I'm... I'm uh, but the, they actually show a picture of the truck, right? Half of it is hot pink. Half of it is red. Now, as they said in the, in the thing that they were in the process of painting it, so the damn thing had painter's tape all over it, and there was literally a row of fucking Krylon fucking spray paint cans all over the place. So it's very difficult to sit there and go, oh, we weren't painting the truck, officer. But yes, let that be a lesson to you. Florida is tired of Florida, man. Florida is tired of a lot of shit. So don't go to Florida. Don't steal a pickup truck or a, a semi truck and don't attempt to paint it other than it's hot pink color. You know, and, and you got to think about it. Like, like if I were this sheriff's office, right? Not only would I, you know, charge these people with the things that they charged them with, but I would also ask the owner of the truck if the, he doesn't want to include the price that it's going to cost him to have to repaint that truck hot pink. Now, the good thing is it's only half the truck. We don't even know if the other side of the truck wasn't painted or not. They just showed one side. So we don't know how long that they were going at this. But the dumbest part of this entire thing, and this is what I, I agree, when they get the Dumb Criminal of the Week award, because you did this in a public parking lot with a bunch of people around. Not only did you do it in a public parking lot with a bunch of people around, you did it at a fucking hotel parking lot where people are just in and out all fucking day like shh, ain't nobody seeing us we good shh, shut up bitch just paint the fucking truck shh. i can just imagine that that's what it was like but you gotta assume that that's what it was like <laughs> all right but so there you have it dumbass crime of the week and they definitely were dumb. Awesome! No, it wasn't. It helps when you press the right button, man. All right, but let's get into this, right? So Jeff and I, when I was on Loud and Local, we talked about a topic briefly. But we kind of got into the topic about music videos that were banned. And I gave an example of one of my favorite music videos that has been banned in the United States. Not only has it been banned in the United States, they finally decided to release it, but highly, 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 highly censored to where two-thirds of the music video, you don't even know what the fuck is going on. Now, 
This video was so controversial, the only way that anybody outside of European countries that don't have a problem with these kind of things, and when I tell you where you can find the uncut, uncensored video for this song, you'll understand why I just made the comment that I made. The only spot in the United States where you can find the unedited, uncensored version of this song, and we'll get into it a little bit later on, is porn sites. So that should tell you how bad the content in this video is if the only place you can see the video is porn sites. Now, obviously, the topic of banned music videos is nothing new. It's been going on since the invention of the music video. And obviously, one of the biggest spots in the United States where you can watch music videos, not anymore, is MTV. And censorship on MTV has been the subject of debate for years. MTV, the first and most popular music television network in the United States, has come under criticism for the alleged censorship in their programming. Throughout the decades, MTV has altered or removed shows, not just music videos, from the channel schedule to address complaints. And music videos have been censored, moved to late-night rotation, or banned from the channel's rotation for various types of controversial content. So before we get into music video censorship, let's talk about some of the shows that they had in full-length programming that have been censored, banned, or removed. The hit show Jackass was, sub was subject to frequent censorship in the early 2000s. The popularity of the show, combined with the propensity of young viewers to attempt to imitate the show's risky stunts, led to substantial controversy. Although the, feature, the show featured prominent warning messages at its start and and upon return from all commercial breaks, urging viewers not to recreate any stunts seen in the program, nor submit footage to the network of those stunts for casting consideration on that or other MTV series, the show was nonetheless blamed for many injuries. In 2001, then-center Joe Lieberman urged Viacom to take more responsibility for the program's content, which led MTV to only air the show after 10 p.m. The creators of Jackass expressed frustration over the restraints that MTV's producers imposed on the show. On the show's stunts after Lieberman's statements, these limitations eventually led to the departure of several cast members and to the conclusion of the show. MTV's influence also affected its famous animated program, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> In the wake of a controversy that followed a child burning down his house after allegedly watching the show. Producers removed the show from its original 7 p.m. time slot to a late night 11 p.m. slot. Beavis's tendency to flick a lighter and chant the word fire was removed from new episodes and controversial scenes were removed from existing episodes before rebroadcast. Some of the edit edits were so extensive that when series creator Mike Judge compiled his collection DVDs, he commented 
that some of those episodes may not even exist actually in their original form. The Parents Television Council has argued that much of the censored material on MTV is easily discernible because of the content in which it is presented. So here's where I have a little bit of a problem with this, right? I mean, even before they started removing certain things from Beavis and Butthead and even from Jackass, if you watch the DVDs of Jackass, most of them are uncensored. You can hear them say fuck. You can see nudity and other several things. The same exists for even newer shows on MTV. There are some seasons of the real world that if you go to watch them on Paramount Plus or even Amazon Prime Video, you will see the uncensored versions. Now, a lot of the nudity and sexual content is still censored, but a lot of the language has been put back into it. The same can be said for some of the later seasons of the Jersey Shore. Now, Jersey Shore Family Vacation is still completely censored, or at least from from what I have heard and seen. But if you were to go to watch the last, I think it's like three seasons of the regular Jersey Shore, they are uncensored. And I mean, think about this, right? I mean, South Park, South Park for the longest time, they were able to put the uncut, uncensored versions of even past episodes of South Park on their website, South Park Studios, for free. Now, if you go to watch those episodes on MTV, or not MTV, uh, HBO Max, they are uncut except for like the first three seasons. After that, you can hear all the fucks, the shits, and, the, and everything that, that was ever put in any of those episodes. Even some of the nudity that was in some of those episodes that was originally taken out for its original air on Comedy Central. So here's my question, right? I mean, obviously, Beavis and Butthead exists in as much of its entirety as it can on Paramount Plus because, like Mike Judge said, a lot of those episodes do not even exist in their original form anymore. Now, originally, when Beavis and Butthead was going to come back prior to COVID, it was going to go to Comedy Central and air right after South Park. Somewhere around the bend, and I don't know if COVID had anything to do with this, or, you know, Mike Judge is just like, I want to get a little bit more, I want to push the envelope a little bit more than I probably can on Comedy Central. But if you see what South Park is getting away with these days, I don't know why Mike Judge would say that. Um, But the show has since moved to Paramount+. Plus. Now, there's not a lot on the show that I would even say is a lot different from the original episodes of Beavis and Butthead, which I've seen just about every single one of, including, you know, Beavis and Butthead Do America. And then even Beavis and Butthead do the universe, which is a new movie, which brought Beavis and Butthead back. And, you know, the new episodes are pretty much a lot like the original, except obviously, like they mentioned here, any mention of fire had to be removed from the original version of Beavis and Butthead. But what is funny about that is that Mike Judge even came out and said, if you go back and watch, Beavis never actually says the word fire. There's one episode where he's infatuated with fire, but you don't hear him talk about it. And you don't even hear him say the word fire. You just kind of hear him go, a liar, liar, pants on. Whoa, <laughs> cool. But that 
is about the extent of it that I've ever seen on Beavis and Butthead. But like it said here, there were episodes that were highly edited. So that could be why. I never watched Beavis and Butthead when it originally aired. I got more into it when I became an adult and it could understand a lot of the content that was in Beavis and Butthead, which is what I think a lot of the controversy around Beavis and Butthead was. It was aired towards teenagers and maybe even pre-teenagers, but a lot of the content was a little bit more adult-oriented. But if you look at the 90s, wasn't that just the whole fucking decade? But here we go. Censorship in music videos. Here's what we Here's a, the bulk of the content that I want to get to this week. We have a list of banned videos, and we're going to talk about controversial videos, and I'll tell you what music video was so bad that the only way you can see the original uncut version is to go to porn sites. So, MTV has frequently edited videos to remove lyrical references to alcohol, tobacco, drugs, sex, nudity, violence, weapons, homophobia, ableism, suicide, religion, or advertising. System of a Down begs to differ with that. And completely edits out, edit, edits out swear words. Usually, all racial slurs are censored on MTV music videos and programming, and MTV has emphasized racial tolerance for people of all races and creeds. Example of lyric edits that have included... Uh, in the song Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston, the word suicidal in the chorus was altered to in denial. In Michael Jackson's single They Don't Care About Us, MTV replaces the words Jew Me and Kike Me with Do Me and Strike Me in the line Jew Me, Sue Me, Everybody Do Me, Kick Me, Kike Me, Don't You Black or White Me. Jackson later explained that the song used the words to describe prejudice and that it was poor judgment to select Jewish people as explanatory words. I don't know why I had problems saying that. I kind of feel like fucking Porky Pig for a second there. Uh, This Love by Maroon 5 has the words coming and sinking muted out due to possible sexual connotations. I think we can all tell when a song is talking about coming in a sexual sense and sinking whatever pump up the kicks by foster the people was edited to remove references to the song's subject daring people to outrun my gun and to run faster than my bullet probably a reason why that one was edited uh, uh, foster the people i can't defend that Uh, But here's some videos that were moved to late night or obscure rotation. In an attempt to address criticism over risque content, MTV has sometimes moved certain videos to late night rotation in censored format. Sexual content. This first one kind of has me going, if I could turn back time for share or buy share was pushed two hours after 9 p.m. due to the singers revealing clothing. What? What? I haven't seen that video in a long time, but I doubt that Cher is wearing anything that revealing, but I'll have to go check the video. A Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot. Well, gee, I wonder why that song got pushed back. was aired only after 9 p.m. Due, due to its depiction of women's bodies. 
The station has recently installed a policy against showing female body parts with no reference to a face. I can think of a song that is probably in that list. Closer by American industrial rock band Nine Inch Nails was heavily censored when aired on MTV due to sexually explicit imagery that contained a nude ball woman, bald woman wearing a crucifix max. Uh, Nine Inch Nails frontman Trent Reznor in bondage and an image of a vulva along with the song's notorious lyric, I want to fuck you like an animal. The objectionable content was replaced with a picture that said scene missing. There's probably a little bit more in that video because I just saw the director's cut of it today that I would sit there and be like, uh, I can, you pretty much just might as well just leave this whole music video off rotation. <laughs> uh, the song, uh, Itentin, I don't know, by Guish Pati was moved to late night rotation on, on MTV Europe in 1987 due to a striptease scene. Hey, now. In February 2004, following the controversial Super, Super Bowl halftime show in which performer Justin Timberlake exposed the breast of co-performer Janet Jackson, MTV made several efforts to limit daytime rotation of music videos that could be perceived as to have too much sexual content. Videos include Hotel by Cassidy, I Miss You by Blink-182, Salt Shaker by the Ying Yang Twins, Splash Waterfalls by Ludacris, The Jump Off by Little Kim, This Love by Maroon 5, Dirty by Christina Aguilera, and Toxic by Britney Spears. Well, I mean, Toxic by Britney Spears, the bitch is wearing a nude suit. So I can see why. Uh, Smack My Bitch Up by The Prodigy was initially given a late-night rotation on MTV's 120 Minutes on December 7th, 1997 due to a fistfight, sexual scenes, and alleged misogyny or misogynistic lyrics. Um, it was removed from rotation altogether after around two weeks, a decision supported by the feminist group, the National Organization for Women. In 2002, MTV2 showed this video in its special Most Controversial Videos. So there's also political content videos that have been uh, put into different rotations. In 2002, only MTV2 would play the Public Enemy video Gotta Give the Peeps What They Need because it contained free mumia in the lyrics. In 2004, the video for Megalomani uh, Megalomaniac by Incubus was moved to late night because of depictions of German leader Adolf Hitler and people drinking oil. Also in 2004, alleged glorification of gun violence led MTV to play edited versions of the video 99 Problems by Jay-Z between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. only. Foreign edits. Turn Me On by Written and Oliver Held Heldens featuring Volva, or Vol, uh, Vula, I'm guessing. All shots were some doctors tried to cut out a man's heart along with the close-up of the man were replaced by completely different scenes due to violence. The edit, this edit made on MTV's sister channel, was made on MTV's sister channel, MTV Hits. 
so there's a couple of things that you know were talked about in this list. Let's go back and talk about the criteria for some of this, right? Um, that they edit videos to remove lyrical references to alcohol, tobacco, drugs, sex, sex, nudity, violence, weapons, homophobia, ableism, suicide, religion, or advertising. So I can name one song that for the most part was banned on the radio after 9-11 because of its, because of some of the things that are spoken of in its chorus. So much so that the band changed the name of the song on the album so that it didn't depict the word because the album came out post, actually, I think it came out pre 9-11, but I could be wrong about that. Um, I will look it up when we go to break. But the band I'm talking about is System of a Down, which is why I said I think System of a Down would have something to say about that. And the song I'm talking about is Chop Suey. I think I've talked about it on Money's Crazy Soundtrack before, but maybe not on here. The original name of the song Chop Suey was actually Suicide. Chop Suey, Suicide, you kind of see what they did there? But obviously there is mention of Suicide in the song's chorus. There's the line in the chorus, trust in my self-righteous suicide. And they repeat it several times. The, The whole song is actually about somebody attempting to commit suicide or has even committed suicide it, uh, you know i pretty much have the whole song memorized there's not a lot to it to be honest with you sorry surge tankanium but there isn't you know so wake up grab a brush and put on a little makeup hide the scars to fade away the shakeup. why'd you leave the keys up on the table here you go create another fable you wanted to grab a brush and put a little makeup you wanted to hide the scars to fade away the shakeup. you wanted to why'd you leave the keys up on the table you wanted to i don't think you trust in my self-righteous suicide. You know, and then it kind of repeats that. And then there's even another uh, part of the song, Father, uh, Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. Father, into your hands, why have you forsaken me? In my arms, forsaken me. <clears throat> In your heart, forsaken me. In your thoughts, forsaken me. You know, and then it goes into the trust in my self-righteous suicide again. Um, I'm, that's pretty much the entire words of the song. So you can kind of see why System of a Down did what they did, especially post 9-11 and things like that. But if MTV is so worried about that, then why did that song get regular rotation and even be included in the TRL Top 9 countdown every day after the song and the video's release? Another song that I can think of that is kind of similar to this uh, by the same band, actually, is BYOB. Um, You know, because that's a very politicized song. Um, You know, why don't presidents fight the war? Why do they always send the poor? Um, You know, hangers dripped dripped in oil. Uh, You know, there's, there's a lot of controversial stuff in that song, but that song even got regular rotation so it just seems like they they pick and choose what songs that they want to edit and have it meet certain criteria i mean uh the song uh cowboy by kid rock is a perfect example of that and i think it's funny because like if you look at certain karaoke versions all the stuff that's even censored out of the the song on the actual album and i'm talking the uncut 
album exists in some karaoke forms, but, you know, uh, even Carson Daly made the joke one time, he's like, we can say ass on MTV and it's censored out of this song. It's censored out of the song on the album too, so no big deal there, Mr. Carson Daly. But over the years, obviously, there have been some music videos that have just been so controversial that MTV has just completely banned it. And we're going to take a look at a list of some of those songs that have made the cut over the years. Several videos have been perceived as too controversial for pl- to play on MTV and even in censored form. For varying reasons in the 1980s, parent media watchdog groups such as the PMRC criticized MTV over certain music videos that were claimed to have explicit imagery of Satanism. Wait, we gotta do that better. Hello? Ah, hi. Remember me from Loud and Local? Let's try that sentence again, shall we? <laughs> Watchdog groups such as the PMRC criticized MTV over certain music videos that were claimed to have explicit imagery of Satanism. <laughs> That was fun. Uh, MTV has developed a strict policy refusing to air videos that may depict devil worship or anti-religious bigotry. So, here's a list of videos that are banned on MTV. American Life by Madonna, pulled by the artist and replaced with a second version. Arise by Sepultura. Banned for apocalyptic religious imagery, including crucified figures wearing gas masks. A Tout Le Monde by Megadeth. Banned for alleged suicide lyrics. Well, uh, yeah. Be Cruel to Your School by Twisted Sister. Banned for showing zombies in a school engaging in suggestive acts. Ooh, I might have to check that video out. Body Language by Queen, banned due to erotic and homoerotic content. Bombs by Faithless, banned over use of violent imagery to convey an anti-war message. California by Wax, some of these band names are stupid. Banned due to its depiction of a stunt involving a man on fire. How many times have I seen that in music videos since then? MTV, you fucked up. Closer by Nine Inch Nails due to its depiction, banned for depictions of nudity, S&M bondage, a live monkey being strapped to a crucifix, and sexually charged lyrics. An edited version was also made to censor some of the explicit content. Here we go. Second time on the list for this particular artist, Erotica by Madonna, banned from MTV, from the MTV Music Channel, but later seen in the Beavis and Butthead episode, Door to Door. Ghost Ride It by Mr. FAB, banned due to allegations of encouraging dangerous driving behavior, as well as copyright complaints about the car used in the video. 
Happiness in Slavery by Nine Inch Nails, banned for nudity, simulated gore, and unsimulated sexual torture by performance artist Bob Flanagan. So that's two times on the list for Nine Inch Nails as well. And I'm seeing a pattern here with Mr. Trent Reznor. He likes looking at boobies in his own music videos. Hurricane by 30 Seconds to Mars, banned for containing sexually explicit scenes and violent imagery. Second time for this band on the list, In My Darkest Hour by Megadeth, banned for alleged suicide references. Now that one I can kind of see, because I think I actually played, it was either In My Darkest Hour or the first one, A Tout Le Monde, on my Suicide Awareness episode. So I can I can see that. Uh, but here we go, uh, second time on the list for this band, I Want to Break Free by Queen. Banned for depicting cross-dressing and transsexuality. Hmm. May not get away with that in today's world, MTV. Uh, Jesus Christ Pose by Soundgarden. Banned for depicting a blindfolded girl and mechanical skeleton on a cross. Followed by several crosses that flashed repeatedly from upright to inverted positions. Here we go. It's a threesome for this artist, but Justify My Love by Madonna, banned for containing sexually explicit imagery of sadomasochism, voyeurism, and bisexuality. Well, I mean, that kind of just has Madonna written all over it, does it not? Uh, First time appearance by this band, Lacquerhead by Primus, banned for lyrics describing minors using drugs. The music video also featured a children a child watching TV while a devilish creature administers gasoline to the child who then explodes into a frenzy with the creature riding on him and ultimately crashing into a wall burning to ashes. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm that's obviously very fucking sick and twisted, but I mean, could you imagine the devil riding a child just like, Get on, get on, little doggy, get on, come on, come on, bitch, go, go, go. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm so going to hell for that. Oh, I'm a horrible human being. Uh, quote, unquote, by Mr. Bungle, banned due to creepy imagery and several characters being hanged. Mm, that one probably deserves it. All right, here we go. The trifecta for this band as well. Reckoning Day by Megadeth allegedly banned due to management conflict. So not even banned for its content, just banned because their manager was an asshole. And here we go. First time, shockingly, first time on the list for this guy. And it's a video that is like way after the first one you would think of for this guy. But Saint by Marilyn Manson banned for explicit depictions of sex drug use, and self-inflicted violence. I'm sorry. Did anybody not watch the music video for Dope Show? Or maybe the music video for Antichrist Superstar? I mean, fight me. Pick on a Marilyn Manson music video and there's questionable shit in it. And this is what gets them fucking banned? I mean, in the Dope Show music video, dude's literally wearing a fucking suit with titties and a vajaja on it. Come on. 
Hmm. Just judging by the name of this song, I think I can see why it was banned. 666 by DeGarmo and Key pulled due to images of an antichrist engulfed in flames, later re-added to rotation in an edited form. Uh, MIA makes the list with their song Sun Showers, banned for objectable, objectionable lyrics. This doesn't give much information on this one, but Suicide... No, uh, I'm sorry, let's go up a band. The Cramps. The Creature from the Black Lagoon, banned for erotic content. I mean, have you not seen the movie Creature from the Black Lagoon? I mean, come on now. Now we move on to the band Suicide Silence and their song, The Price of Beauty, banned for gore. Burning Human, again, the names of these bands, man. That's the name of the band, not the song. Burning Human, Tormented Mind, banned for violence. And here we go, Madonna ding, ding, ding. On, the, on the chart here yet again. Four times on this list. For the for Madonna here, what fe- what it feels like for a girl, banned for violent content throughout, and then banned from the United Kingdom's version of MTV. My favorite game by the Cardigans, filmed with five different endings, most of which were banned on MTV UK due to fears that the video could encourage joyriding and cause car accidents. The two least violent endings were eventually selected for MTV UK rotation. So that is a list of all the music videos that have been banned on MTV. And that's MTV only. But there is even a new video by Madonna, which would make her a five-time person on this list of banned music videos. So we're going to talk about that here right now. Uh, Pop icon Madonna, this is from the Daily Star in the UK. Uh, Pop icon Madonna released a graphic new video that was not appropriate to release 20 years ago. The Star has released a graphic new video for American Life, which sees models dressed up in military gear walking a catwalk. Seems like a normal fashion show until they are joined by victims of war who they started beating up and let blood spew onto the runway. The audience of snooty-looking fashion-goers sat and laughed as the violence continued. Ultimately, Madonna appears in a teeny corset and blows everyone up. According to Page Six, Madonna didn't use the this video for the song as it was filmed before the war started and didn't think it would be appropriate to air. You think, Madonna? you think so before we go to break here let's talk about some other videos that did not make this list that have since been banned um i didn't see this one on the list let me double check it real quick just to make sure that i'm not okay this one is on the list so we will not talk about that van halen oh pretty woman from 1982, you'd be hard-pressed to find a more innocuous song than Roy Oberson's Old Pretty Woman. Still, Van Halen managed to make the track controversial. 
thanks to the strange music video for their cover of the song. In the clip, the band members dressed as a samurai, Tarzan, and a cowboy, and Napoleon are enlisted by a hunchback to save a damsel in distress who's being tied up and fondled by two dwarves. I'm cold and frightened after eating that shit. What the fuck? After coming to the rescue, it's revealed that the woman is actually a drag queen. This revelation, coupled with the unwanted groping seen earlier in the video, was enough for MTV to limit the, the number of plays. So while the video wasn't outright banned, most viewers probably never got to see it. And with good reason. Motorhead killed by death from 1983. Decades later, Motorhead's cheesy low-budget video for killed by death seems practically charming. Yet in 1983, MTV did not care for it at all. The sight of frontman Lemmy Kilmister flipping off the camera, getting shot by riot police and executed in, a, in, in an electric chair only seemed to only to rise from the dead while riding his motorcycle was all too much for the network to handle. The video was also banned by was banned by MTV due to its excessive and senseless violence. Uh, we talked about that song, talked about that song. Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls from 1987. The ultimate stripper song was filmed at Motley Crue's favorite strip club, The Seventh Vale in Los Angeles. The original video, featuring erotic dancers in the nude, was unsurprisingly rejected by MTV. So, the band returned with a slightly less risque clip, this time showcasing dancers in bikinis. The changed version was accepted, and quickly became one of the most popular music videos of 1987. Motley Crue again! You're All I Need from 1987. Unlike their entry on uh, their other entry on the list, Motley Crue's You're All I Need banning had nothing to do with sexual content. Instead, the clip was vetoed by MTV due to its violent nature. The video's plot censored on an abusive relationship that eventually ended in murder. Mm, yep, that would do it a concept the network found too intense to air. Your All I Need does not con doesn't condone or exploit this tragedy, Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six explained at the time. It clearly shows how one life is destroyed and another ruined forever, and it's probably <sighs> a lot less graphic than much of what we see on the 6 o'clock news every night. Ding, ding, ding. I might have to agree with Nikki there. Talk about that one. Here's one that's probably going to shock people when I say the artist. Neil Young. This note's for you. Despite its status as a rebellious network for young people, MTV never wanted to ruffle too many feathers. The decisions on this list just show just how nervous they were to outrage viewers with graphic content. Still, the network's number one priority was arguably its advertisers. Anger a fan, they turn off the TV. 
anchor a company, and they pull valuable revenue from your station. So when Neil Young decided to skewer commercialism with the video to 1988's This Notes For You, MTV wanted no part in it. What does the M in MTV stand for? Music or money? Young said in an open letter to the network labeling MTV's executives as spineless jerks. In the end, the rocker had the last laugh. This note's for you. Won video of the year at the 1989 VMAs, honored by the very network that banned it. Billy Idol, Cradle of Love from 1990. We know what you're thinking. MTV didn't ban Cradle of Love. I remember seeing the video in heavy rotation. You're only partly correct. Cradle of Love was released in May 1990, less than a year after comedian Andrew Dice Clay was banned from the network for performing a misogynistic stand-up routine during the 1989 Music Video Awards. The original video for Cradle of Love featured clips from Clay's feature film The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, but the network executives refused to let that version air. It wasn't until Clay was completely edited out of the video that Cradle of Love reached MTV Airwaves. The song and its music video would become massive hits for Billy Idol reaching number one on the mainstream rock chart. Sepultura Arise from 1991. The first official single from Sepultura didn't get released until the band's fourth studio album, Arise, taken from the LP of the same name. Helped anoint the group as one of metal's newest powerhouses, but its music video never made it to MTV. Throughout the clip, images of gas-masked individuals nailed to crosses are shown on screen. The graphic Christ-like visuals complete with the bloodied bodies and hands was enough for MTV to officially ban the video. I don't remember that one being on the list, but I remember another video being banned for that. Or did I just mention the video because I... It is not on this list. Oh, yes, it is. It's the fucking second one. Oops. Oh, well, we talked about it twice. I really don't care. Uh, We talked about that song. We talked about that song. Here's one that wasn't on the list. Tool, Prison Sex from 1993. Unlike most entries on this list, Tool's video for Prison Sex did air a few times before ultimately getting removed and banned. The clip was directed by the band's guitarist Adam Jones and utilized stop-motion animation. Its plot followed a small human-like doll that is tormented by a larger demon-like creature. The overreaching symbolism which related to child abuse, was deemed too controversial and too graphic for MTV. What got me about the whole situation was you have to, you have these other videos where Steven Tyler's daughter is stripping in front of old men ding, ding, ding. or where Janet Jackson is practically having oral sex. Ding, ding, ding. Frontman Maynard James Keenan later explained to the San Francisco Chronicle. I kind of find it find that disturbing yet it's something that's just thrown in people's laps and they don't think twice about it so i guess anything that deals with that sort of subject matter in prison sex is going to end up hitting roadblocks talked about these two 
Okay, here we go. We're in the 2000s now, ladies and gentlemen. Smashing Pumpkins, try, try, try. Smashing Pumpkins made a bold decision with their 2000 single, Try, 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 enlisting Swedish auteur Jonas Ackerland to direct. What he created was unquestionably artistic and moving, but also difficult to watch. The extended version, which ran 15 minutes, good God, followed the lives of a heroin-addicted couple. The pair lived on the streets, begging, begging, robbing, and selling their bodies to feed their addiction. Things reach a dramatic climax when the woman becomes pregnant, only to overdose and miscarriage. The content, which included realistic portrayal of drug use, was too heavy for MTV to handle. We're going to finish this list up, even if it does take us to the top of the hour, and then we'll come back from break. We'll talk about some other songs that were banned and the band that has more banned videos in the United States than any other band on this list. Foo Fighters Low, Dave Grohl, and Jack Black have a long chronicled friendship, but things were taken to the next level and then some in the video for Foo Fighters' single Low. In the clip, Grohl and Black appear as hillbilly versions of themselves, meeting up at a dive motel for a bit of fun. It starts with whiskey and arm wrestling, but soon shifts into something very different as both men put on lingerie and romp romp around. It's Dave and Jack Black being incredibly sketchy. It's white trash porn. Foo Fighters guitarist Chris Shiflett explained to NME, Dave's a big man to let the world see him in that way. It's a side of Dave Grohl you've never seen before. MTV was unimpressed and banned the video for graphic content. And that wraps up our list of videos that MTV has banned over the years. I'm just taking a look at another list here real quick to see if there's anything different than videos that we've already mentioned. Uh, yeah, there's one on here. Nope, we did talk about that one. Okay. All right. So we're going to cut the break right here. We are at almost exactly an hour. Look at that. Look at the timing on that, man. See? Mm. I think I got to get out of the asylum this week. I think I'm starting to see shit. Anyway, uh, we'll be back right here on Money's Crazy Mind. Do not nobody's go nowhere's. Okay, okay. Nobody can touch you now. I'm your man. Jesus Christ couldn't touch you because I represent you. So keep your nose clean, be a good owner, follow the rules, and who knows, maybe one day when they open the books, you get straightened out. Become a wise guy, a man guy. We mob like family, like family, we mob like family, like family, we mob like family, like family, we mob, we mob, we mob, we mob. The world is mine, so fuck the rest. Yeah, fuck it with me. 
Y'all fucking with the best. I'm untouchable like a pump. Leaving motherfuckers minds bump. So I'm fucking about to get to the top. Don't give a fuck about a bitch ass cop. Sonny Black brought you in and said you in town. Now you're breaking bread, talking family now. Had the call last night. Things didn't go right. Had a pull rank, had a call Mr. White. He said blind started freaking, pink started drinking. Got me thinking of what to do. There's a rat in a family and I think it's you. So we rally up the crew and we ready to ride. We mob like family and you die tonight. When I say mob like y'all say family, we mob like family. We mob like family. When I say we mob like y'all say family, we mob like family. We mob like family. We mob like family. Like family, 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 we mob, mob, we mob, we mob. Baseball back to the back of your door. Why couldn't you just leave it alone? You're fucking with family, you're fucking with me. I'ma have to put you three feet deep as a shallow grave for a shallow west snitch. Ran to the fans like a scared little bitch. Told them all the other hidden shit that I did. Murder men, women, even little ass kids. So what you gonna do when it's protection can't save ya? What happened to all the love that I had gave ya? I brought you in and I made you family. And this is how you go and repay me from behind my back and run your mouth. I'ma make sure another word never comes out. Close the case and close the trunk. This is what happens to a bitch ass punk when we mob like family. Like family, we mob like family. Like family, we mob like family. Like family, we mob, we mob, we mob, we mob, we mob like family. Like family, we mob like family. Like family, we mob like family. Like family, we mob, we mob, we mob, we mob. Oh wow, that sounds that sounds really great. Wow, that sounds like a really good deal. Who are you talking to? Uh, the Northeast Ohio Ghostbusters. Hello, Northeast Ohio Ghostbusters. What are you wearing? Uh, khakis. Well, that sounds hideous. Well, they're Ghostbusters. We back in this bitch. Hour number two of Money's Crazy. What's going on, everybody? Coming at you from Spook Central yet again. We are back, 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 back. Maybe I wasn't so but anyway, we are talking all about songs, music video, music videos, most importantly, that have been banned or heavily censored over the years due to content. This is a subject that Jeff James and I were talking about on Loud and Local just a couple weeks ago. We got a couple more uh, videos here that were not mentioned on any other list, and then we're going to talk about a video or a band that has more banned music videos than any other band on the planet. And it's for many multiple different reasons. And there's even some versions of their videos that have been lightly censored that you can find 
in the United States, but are banned in other countries. So we'll talk all about that as we get in to the second hour of Money's Crazy Mind. You can't say that on MTV or you can't show it either. So we've talked about uh, videos from bands like Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, Mr. Bungle, The Prodigy. But here's another band that actually is kind of shocking that it made the list, but yet it did. And that band is Pearl Jam. And their song, Jeremy. Not all videos get censored for nudity or extreme violence. Sometimes the director and the band will touch upon a controversial topic in the video. That doesn't exactly show anything shocking uh, will be censored. Pearl Jam have based their song Jeremy around a real-life story of a kid named Jeremy Wade Dell who shot himself in front of his classmates during an English lesson. And so the director, Mark Pe- uh, Pellington, created a reenactment of the tragedy for the video. Ooh. The shot of a boy putting a gun in his mouth was edited was edited out due to an MTV policy, but this move created an ambiguous ending where it could be interpreted that the protagonist shoots his bandmates instead of himself. Despite the negative backlash, or maybe because of it, the video has become a great hit and even received awards. But after the events of Columbine, high school shooting was taken off the air indefinitely. The unedited version is now only available on YouTube. Okay, so I can kind of understand that one, right? I mean, I was a freshman in high school when the Columbine School Massacre happened. And then obviously years after that, we've seen so many stories that sound almost exactly like the Columbine Massacre that have happened and even taken more lives than the Columbine School Shooting. So I kind of understand this one. I really do. Um, you know, it, it, it. Jeremy is one of those songs that is kind of taken with a little bit of a grain of salt. But here's another one. Cradle of Filth from The Cradle to Enslave. What do you do for your free use music video if you're a young, gothic-influenced black metal band? Correct. Use gallons of blood, excessive nudity, gore, and a lot of disturbing imagery to scare any sensible channel from ever showing your video. For their debut music video, the band hired Alex Chandon, who specialized in micro-budget horror flicks and shot from the cradle to enslave that immediately got heavily censored to be eligible for airplay. The unedited version appears later on the band's DVD, Pan Damon Aeon. I really hope I didn't just invite something into my self for that. The other video on this list that we have not yet touched upon, we are going to get to when we talk about this band specifically. So let's... A lot of what we just have been talking about here for the last couple of minutes is all about rock videos. So let's talk about videos that are not rock videos. And we're going to kick it off with a video that got banned by BET 
and it's from Nicki Minaj, and the video is called Stupid Ho. Uh, it was confirmed that Nicki Minaj's Stupid Ho video has been officially banned from airing on BET. But Nicki isn't the only artist, nor will she be the last to get a big fat censorship sticker plastered across her video reel. And this is from the website Global Grind. Rounded up 12 controversial line-stepping videos that all receive the network television acts. These 12 too-hot-for-TV music videos were banned not only by BET, but MTV in the videos below. Sierra and Ludacris, Ride. Sierra's Ride video was banned from BET for being sexually explicit and not sending a positive message to young women. Lady Gaga, Alejandro. The video wasn't officially banned, but due to its offensive religious imagery, MTV decided to only play the video on its sister stations after midnight. Already talked about two of these songs, so we are just going to skip right over those. The Game and Lil Wayne, Red Nation. The video featuring Lil Wayne was banned from MTV and BET for its aggressive content and gang-related messages. Here's another one. Marilyn Manson, Coma White. Again, not exactly the video I would expect. Marilyn Manson isn't a stranger from getting banned, but he crosses the line big time when his video Coma White featured a scene where Manson simulates JFK's assassination and gets his head blown off in a car. Not cool. Have to agree with that. All right, we already talked about the prodigy. Tierra Mar uh, Marie featuring Gucci Mane and Soldier Boy sponsor. The video was banned from BET due to its overall message. Guess BET didn't like Tierra encouraging young women to find men who could sponsor someone's lifestyle. BET thought it promoted a negative message, so Tierra got the axe. We talked about that one. Rick James, Super Freak. Before rap hit the TV screens for millions, a lot of black artists from the 70s and 80s had a hard time getting their videos played on mainstream stations like MTV. When Rick James released his Super Freak video, which featured him, a black man, flirting and dancing with white women, MTV refused to play the video, stating it didn't fit their, quote, rock format. Rick eventually called MTV out and accused them of blatant racism. Unfortunately, it wouldn't be until Michael Jackson released Billie Jean for a black person to grace the screen of MTV, which happened to be two years later. Here's one that you wouldn't expect. Bjork and Cocoon. Bjork's video Cocoon got the axe from television when the video featured a naked Bjork ugh, singing with red ribbon coming out of her nipples. Ugh. The video is definitely a little weird, but overall, very inappropriate for TV. Then the last song on this list is Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue. So you're seeing a lot of um, repeat on this list. And, I mean, there's obviously a reason for that. Because not every music video has gotten banned, but uh, there are videos that have gotten banned for different reasons. Sometimes there's a band that is so controversial when they release almost every video they've ever released that MTV has to step in and go, sorry, we just cannot play that. 
But even though this band is from another country, there are even co- other countries out there that will refuse to play content from certain bands. And again, this band is no stranger to that. And that band is Rammstein. Rammstein has had more banned music videos, not only in, in the United States, but even European countries than any other band that has ever existed. Their videos have been banned for many a multitude of things, including, but not limited to, nudity, sexually explicit content, fire, violence, depictions of racism, holocaust, drug use, and basically, if you name it, Rammstein has tried putting it in their videos. But not only have they put it in their videos, they even put it on the cover of one of their albums. Their 2009 album, which is probably to date one of their best albums ever. Hands down, Libaist for Alada, translated in English for the love of all, depicts at least the ultimate edition does. I don't know if the standard edition has the same cover or not. I'd have to go and look, but the deluxe edition cover features a woman completely naked on a table being served as a fucking buffet surrounded by food and the nude members of the band Rammstein. So Germany, their home country, the country of debauchery, if you think about it, because if you think about the shit that Germany has done over the years, and we will talk about that in just a second when it comes to one of Rammstein's music videos, this was shocking to me that Germany said, that cover? No. It is not allowed in stores where children under the age of 18 can see it. So most people had to order Liebeist for Alada off of websites like Amazon and other websites like that where they could purchase music because Germany refused to put the cover out in stores. So we just talked about a video that depicts a lot of the negative that has happened in the country of Germany's past. And that video is actually on one of Rammstein's uh later albums by the same name. Actually, I believe the album is just called Rammstein. Let me look this up here real quick. Just because no, I did not want Egon Rams. I wanted Rammstein. There we go. it is discography so yeah it's an untitled album um the album just features the the depiction of a match on the cover so it's just rammstein so their self-titled album i guess you can call it um it features the title track deutschland which is translated Germany, obviously. And the video for this received quite 
a bit of controversy. The song's music video was directed by Spectre Berlin and was released on March 28, 2019, uh, following a 35-second teaser trailer on March 26th. The lengthy music video sparked controversy. It's dark, violent, and macabre style, typical of the band's aesthetic, features various events from German history, including Roman times, the Battle of Tuborg Forest, the Middle Ages witch hunting, the November Revolution, the Golden Twenties, Nazi book burning, the Hindenburg disaster, the First and Second World Wars, the Holocaust, the Weimar Republic, the Red Army Faction, and the division of the country into West and East Germany. It also features science fiction scenes set in outer space, cannibalism, in which people were eating Germania, the personification of Germany, and a bank robbery featuring lead singer Till Linderman cross-dressing as Ulrich Meinhof. German actress Ruby Comey appears in the uh, appears as Germania throughout the video. The song also twice uses the line Deutschland, Deutschland über allen, Germany, Germany above everyone, as a reference to Deutschland, Deutschland über allies, Germany, Germany above everything. From the Deutschland Light. The ending credits feature a piano version of the band's 2001 single, Sona. Uh, the introduction features this song called The Beast from the Sicaro soundtrack by Johan Johannesson. Regarding the use of the extreme polarities of symbolism involving, involving the depiction of Nazism and the Holocaust, Oxford professor Alexandra Lloyd has stated the most obviously shocking scene references the Holocaust and the Nazi period. Four members of the band in stripped, striped uniforms of the uh, uniforms of camp inmates wait at the gallows about to be hanged. They wear the cloth emblems used to identify their crimes, a pink triangle for homosexual prisoners, a yellow star for Jewish prisoners, a red and yellow star for Jewish political prisoners. So, quite a bit of controversy there surrounding that particular music video. The song actually charted very well, not just in Germany, but also in uh, other countries like the United States. Now, I am looking here at uh, Liberist für alle da now, and it does look like that is the only version of the album cover, so maybe even the deluxe edition and the standard edition um, uh, bleh, depicts that nude woman. Now, according to this that, uh, that I am looking at, Liebe ist für alle da is translated, love is there for everyone. Uh, it was released through Universal Music in Europe on October 16th, in the United Kingdom on October 19th, and the United States on October 20th in 2009. So we are going to go to the track listing, and we are going to pick 
the song that is the most controversial. Um, there is another one on there whose music video has been kind of questioned. And we will talk about those three songs. But we're going to talk about the one that caused the most stir here in the United States. And you can see why by the title. And the song, Pussy. It's a song by German Neue Deutsch Hot Band Rammstein. It was released as the lead single from the band's sixth album, Liebe ist für Alida, on September 18th, 2009. The song was released with a, contra- with a controversial and sexually explicit music video in which the band members portrayed as body portrayed by body doubles during some of the close-ups of specific body parts are seen having sex with women. The first promotional video for the single was released online September 16th at The Gauntlet. The video was also confirmed the new album title. Pussy was Rammstein's first number one single in Germany. The song was remixed by Scooter, a fellow German artist, and the remix later appeared on the Ik Tu Dewey single. It was the first Rammstein song to be re- released after their three-year hiatus. So now we're going to get into the video. It was directed by uh, Jonas Ockerland and released online on September 16th. The video features the band playing the song wearing leather house outfits, uh, intercepted with six hardcore pornographic videos featuring each of the band members as different stereotypical pornographic characters. Till, the playboy, Christoph, the CEO, Paul, the cowboy, Oliver as Mr. Payne, a BDSM uh, fetishist, Richard as the party boy, and Flake as the she-male. Each scene features a band member engaging in foreplay with a different woman and the scene becomes more explicit as the video progresses until they engage into unsimulated sexual intercourse with graphic nudity. However, some body doubles were used. At the end of the video, the band members ejaculate all over the backs of these women. On April 28th, 2021, the former coordinator of the current Arcanist, I'm guessing, offices of the anti-corruption politician Alexei Navani, Andrei Borvikov was sentenced to 2.5 years for sharing the music video on Vontak back in 2014. However, the charges were only issued six years after the initial posting and only then after the original post had been deleted and only seen by two of his closest friends. He was charged with breaking Article 243, Production and Distribution of Pornography, a charge which is disputed to be politically motivated. Natalia Zavangia, the director of Amnesty's International Moscow office, Describe the charges as utterly absurd, absurd, and clearly politically motivated. Previously, in September 2019, he was sentenced to 400 hours of community service over his involvement with peaceful anti-landfill demonstrations of violation 
of Article uh, 212.1. So this song is one of Rammstein's songs that is partially in English, partially in Deutsch. Uh, The lyrics are partially in English and deal with sex tourism with lines like uh, Alin Adas Auserland Fran, uh, drive alone to a foreign country, and I can't get laid in Germany. A mention of the Autobahn and seemingly nonsensical line, Riza Riza Farfengugen, a reference to appearances of German culture in American com- commercialism. The latter from Volkswagen advertising campaign, the former one of Rammstein's own previous albums. Together, these aspects of the song create a contrast between the sexual mores of German society and that of America. So here's one of the great things about this song. It obviously is one of Rammstein's most popular tracks. And the reason for that is obviously you can understand some of the song. Um, the chorus of the track, my uh, for example, and I'm going to say it exactly the way it is, on the album, in the song, because I know how to say it. You have a pussy. I have a dika. So what's the problem? Let's do it quick. Take me now before it's too late. Um, take me now before it's too late. Something, something, but I can't wait. Uh... Take me now before it's too late. I can't get laid in Germany. And then there's also a reference that's partially in German, uh, sticking bratwurst into sauerkraut. Um, you know, too big, too small. Size does matter after all. Um, just a little bit. Be my little bitch. So you can kind of understand the, the content of the song. So this music video does not exist in its unedited format, obviously, after you can tell by what I just fucking read here, anywhere except porn sites. And I tested this theory. I went to Pornhub before I went live on the air, and obviously I cannot show any of the search results from this because it's fucking Pornhub, and you type in the word pussy, and you get results that are not a Rammstein music video. I did, because I'm intelligent, put in the word Rammstein before typing in the word pussy. Now, I did actually see this music video quite a few years ago, because right after the release of this was Rammstein's anniversary. And they put out a music video DVD that featured every video that Rammstein has ever done, including Pussy. And it was uncut. And I'm sitting there watching it going, oh, I now see why this song is banned. Good for you guys, though. Um, and I did kind of wonder, and like I'd never really looked into this that much. I mean, obviously, I knew that the video doesn't exist in the states because of obvious reasons. Um, but I did not know that they used body doubles. Obviously, I kind of figured that they did for these certain scenes because <laughs> these guys were thinking. Um, anyway, but I mean, it, the video is obviously 
greatly controversial and even more controversial, I think, than Deutschland. Because all Rammstein was trying to do with Deutschland was show the atrocities of the country's past and hope that they can move forward. The song is amazing. It's probably one of their best songs to date. And they, they have another video or another album out that I have not heard yet that I want to get my hands on. But that Rammstein album from 2019, the self-titled, untitled album, whichever you want to call it, is a great album. And Rammstein is one of those few bands. And I know I roll my R's sometimes and I don't roll my R's other times. It's just the way I say it. But Rammstein is one of those few bands that I can listen to every single one of their albums front to back and not be entertained. But we're going to talk about a couple other videos that had questionable material that lands Rammstein as probably the biggest offender on this list. And this is another song from Liebe Est for Alida. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to go into their other albums and we're going to find more videos that were controversial that I know of that I had never got to see on MTV or anything like that. And then we'll talk about the two videos that did appear on MTV. So, Ichtu Diewer is German for I'm Hurting You. The second single released from Liebe S for Alada, and it was released on Jan- uh, February 5th of 2010. A music video for the song had previously been released online in December 21st. The song contains controversial lyrics surrounding sadomasochism. Because of this, Liebe Est for Alada was placed on the index maintained by the German BG, uh, BPJM, leading to a forced censored re-release of the album. Uh, in May 2010, the original uncensored album and the single were de-indexed and consequently released in Germany. The music video for the song released online on the date that we mentioned, hosted on the adult site Visit X. It was directed by Jonas Ockerlin, so the same guy that did the pussy video, and shows the band performing the song with equipment that has black and gray colors. Both Till Lindemann and Oliver Rydell are wearing eye contacts that eventually turn colors. Rydell's turn green, Lindemann's turn red. Lindemann's mouth also emits a white light when he sings. Uh, a cable runs through his cheek, and a light is mounted inside his mouth. Lindemann wanted the effect to be authentic, so he had his cheek pierced just for the production. At the climax of a video, the stage around Flake is filled with, fills with electricity resulting in the band members exploding at the last note. I don't see any controversy here with that, but obviously some of that stuff is con- is a little controversial. And obviously the music video was, re- uh, was hosted on the adult site Visit X. Um, the video has never been played in the United States. It does exist on YouTube, and I do think it exists in its original unedited format. However, this next track may not. And this is funny. You're going to laugh when, I, when you hear what, how the band released this music video. But High Fish, or German for Shark, 
is a song by Rammstein released on May 28th, 2010 as the third single from Liebe S for Alada. Before announcing the premiere of the song's video, Rammstein's website left this quote regarding the band. The shark not only has teeth, uh, he's got tears as well. But since it lives in the briny deep, no one sees them. A shame, after all, the Cartaglinus fish is one of the oldest of the world's many misunderstood creatures. A bit more sympathy couldn't hurt. The chorus to the song is an allusion to the lyrics Mac, uh, lyrics of Mac the Knife, a song written by Berthold Brecht for his play The Three Penny Opera. High Fish reached number 33 on the German singles chart, but left the chart the following week. The music video released on April 23rd on the band's MySpace page. In 2010, Rammstein was still using MySpace. Shot at Schloss Mardock near Postum, it shows the band at the funeral of the lead singer with some other mourners, one of whom is Marilyn Manson. A fight breaks out between two women who have had Till's children. Meanwhile, the rest of the band contemplate who should replace Lindemann as the singer. Henry Rollins and James Hetfield are suggested, with Hetfield presumably being picked, as his picture was shown more than once, as well as being pointed to by one of the band members. As the video continues, Lindemann's coffin is lowered into the grave below the inscription <clears throat> Endlich Allen, German, finally alone. And many scenarios are shown of how Lindemann died, which are all based on previous Rammstein videos, being beaten and set on fire by Christoph Schinder and Duhast, having his rope cut while rock climbing by Richard Krusp in Unadish, having his oxygen pipe removed from his spacesuit by Oliver Rydell while on the moon in the America video, and a fat Lindemann being suffocated with spaghetti force-fed to him by Christian Lorenz in Kainalost and Seven. Lorenz also imagines Paul Landers being spaked by Lindemann in a snow white costume in Sona. Uh, Sona is probably one of my favorite videos and is one that we're going to talk about. There is a reference to the Eichville video as Landers, Landers opens the French doors to confront Crusp. Later in the video, the band begins to fight amongst themselves and Lorenz finds himself falling into the grave and breaking open Lindemann's coffin, which is empty. Lindemann, having faked his death, appears having grown a mustache on the island of Ohau, Hawaii, where he sends a postcard to the band that reads, Vele uh, Grus von Arsch der Weil, German greetings from the ass of the world, and shows that he has caught a tiger shark on what appears to be February 14th, 2010, being a prelude leading into the Mein Land video. 
In two close-ups of writing on Lindemann's coffin, lyrics from the Rammstein song Unadik, Simon, and Nebel are written. Ixwerd in die Tanagain from Unadik. Am enden bleibt ich dosh allein from Simon. And sein Wort fist der Wind from Nebel. It was the first video from Liebe Est for Aladad to not be premiered on the adult site Visit X. So um, you heard about a couple of videos here. We'll talk about some of those. Uh, this, this, uh, the Sona video is probably the first one that we'll do. Uh, but I do know that there were some of these other songs that were mentioned here. So we'll start with Kanalost, which was the fourth single from the album Riza Riza. Um, it depicts a reunion between Rammstein, whose videos, whose members are visibly aged and morbidly obese, and their instruments are old and dusty. They arrived at an underground parking garage in luxurious white cars, uh, driven by beautiful women in white clothes who helped them set up the instruments, and the band's clothes and instruments are also white. Only keyboardist Flake appears to not appears not to have gained any weight. He arrived in a motorized wheelchair just in time to play the keyboard at part of the song. At the end of the video, the rest of the band leaves, abandoning Flake, who has managed to stand during the song and now cannot sit back down or walk. Uh, so, you know, not too much controversial there, but Sona is a video that is quite controversial for many reasons. Uh, it's German for sun, the planet, not the, the human being. Um, it was released in February, 20, 2001. It was on their album Muta, which means mother. And according to Till Lindemann, the song was originally written as an entrance song for the boxer Vitali Kitschko, whose surname was also the working title of the song. The female vocals come from a Spectrosonic Symphony of Voices sample library. The music video for the band's 2019 single Deutschland features a piano-based version of Sona in the ending credits. The video features the band as dwarves or dwarves mining gold for Snow White. According to Paul Landers in the making of Sona, the idea came from a video made by Oliver Rydell who mixed the song with parts of Snow White. Snow White is played by Russian soap actress Yulia Stepanov. Okay. A lot of information missing from that video, from that description. Now, this Russian soap actress Yulia Stepanov, or uh, Stepanova, bears a very striking resemblance to Rose McGowan. So, the first time I ever saw the Sona video, I thought it was Rose. Apparently, it's not. There are also moments of the video, and you kind of hear some of it um, when we they were talking about the Iktudevlia. Uh, video or the half fish video i should say um there is a little bit of sexual connotations in it you do see snow white in a very shorter version of her disney version dress um where she puts one leg up on the table and you know you have the members of the band going pussy 
to go back to the other video. Um, there's also a moment in the video where she is taking a shower and her breasts are exposed. However, there's little um, lens flares that cover her nipples. Uh, there's also a moment in the video where Snow White is snorting the gold like it is cocaine, which is why I state that this video is probably just as controversial, but it, I don't know if this one ever did get airplay on MTV or not. It doesn't look like it even made the American charts, to be honest with you. But I did buy the the, the album here in the States. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm just clicking on songs that I know have had some level of controversy. So in the video for Una Dish, uh, it was filmed in the Khan Valley and the Grossenglocker in Austria. Shows the band climbing the mountains when lead vocalist Till Lindemann falls and gets badly hurt. In the night, while the band sits in the tent, Lindemann looks longingly out of the tent uh, up to the mountain's peak at Gangren as Gangrene eats away at his injured leg. Band members eat and rest while bassist Oliver Rydell engraves the, their names on a pan's lid to leave as testimony of their presence on the mountain, as others have done. The next day, the band starts the, to climb the mountain again, carrying Lindemann. In the end, they reach the mountain peak. Lindemann takes a look around and dies satisfied. So not too controversial there. Uh, but Onudik uh, uh, can be seen as expressing uh, expressing mourning over the loss of a loved one. The video or the song translates uh, "Without You." It was the third single from their fourth al album, "Rise Arise." It follows a slow, even romantic ballad style. The central motif is "Without you, I cannot be. Without you, I am alone." Also, the song also feature features how death is not just mourning, but a bond between the people that are there at the funeral. It's not all about death. It's also about remembrance of this person and how they brought everyone closer. Uh, so, you know, not too much there. America is kind of a song that has a little bit of controversy. So obviously, America, America, it's the second single from Rise of Riza. And the song peaked at number two in Germany and entered the top five in Austria, Denmark, and Sweden. The song deals with the worldwide cultural and political imperialism of the United States. The song's texts and most video images point unambiguously towards a critique of America's cultural imperialism, political propaganda, and self-assumed role as global police force. The two verses are sung in German with a chorus in Denglish. We're all living in America. America ist wunderbar. We're all living in America, America. And we're all living in America, Coca-Cola, sometimes war. The band views it as a satirical commentary on the Americanization 
and lyrics refer to such things considered American as Coca-Cola, Wonderbra, which actually that's a false statement. Wonderbra is another way of saying wonderful in German. Santa Claus and Mickey Mouse, uncharacteristically for Rammstein, uh, the song incorporates an interlude in which the lyrics explicitly state the band's intentions. This is not a love song. This is not a love song. I don't sing my mother tongue. Th no, this is not a love song. So the video to this, obviously it's a little controversial to Americans, but to the rest of the world, obviously it's, <laughs> look at America, they're stupid again. Uh, the video shows the band in Apollo-era spacesuits on the moon with shots of other cultures acting like stereotypical Americans, satirizing Americanization. These shots include Africans eating pizza and making Christmas wishes to Santa Claus, Buddhist monks eating hamburgers, Southeast Asians, Japanese, Native Americans, Inuit, uh, Aboriginal Australians, and Indian Sikh man smoking a cigarette, and a Muslim man worshipping in front of an oil refinery after removing his Nike sneakers. Near the end, various ethnic groups sing and dance along. The end of the video shows that the band have actually been in a fake moon set in a studio, complete with Phil Crew, an illusion of the moon landings, conspiracy theories, till Lindemann, Rammstein's lead singer, wears a spacesuit with the name Armstrong on it, of reference to Neil Armstrong. The video ends with a band photograph left behind on the moon's surface with the recording of Jack Swigert's quote, Houston, we have a problem here, being played. So, again, not all that controversial, but can still be seen as why. So the, uh, this next one, Ich will, which is German for I want, is actually quite controversial. The music video for Each Ville features band members staging a bank robbery, making it seem as realistic as possible. The video shows both the robbery and its aftermath and moves between these two scenes. Uh, during the robbery scenes, the band is shown entering a bank wearing stockings over their heads, except for Flake, who has a very large and elaborate bomb strapped to his chest. They quickly remove their masks and head for the front desk. A bank employee reaches for the panic button, but she is seen by Richard, who presses her hand against the button, intentionally triggering the alarm. The woman faints, and Richard dances with her unconscious body until Ollie confirms that the police and media have arrived. The group continues to terrorize the hostages and vandalize the bank, while also fantasizing about the media storm when they exit. In another room, Till is giving a live interview to the press, who appears, who appear to be slain in the next scene, through broad, though the broadcast continues. As the band, excluding Flake, exit the bank unarmed, they are swarmed by member of the Spots uh, special Canards Commando instead of the media as anticipated. Despite this, the band seems to revel in the attention they are getting shortly after the timer on Flake's bomb reaches zero. The video quickly flicks through a series of short clips from some of Rammstein's other music videos, then comes to an end. 
During the aftermath scenes, the band, Flake excluded, emerges from a police bus wearing shackles and prison attire. They are escorted by guards down a red carpet surrounded by a large cheering crowd and many cameras towards a podium where they receive a golden, clam, uh, com, a golden camera award, a German version of the Emmy Award. Behind the podium is the main entrance of the bank they destroyed earlier with a large sepia picture of Flake over the door. Most of the, quote, aftermath is shown at the beginning of the clip, although it is, although it is revisited later. In an interview, Rammstein described the music video of Ikvil as being a demonstration of the media's obsession with a good story, as well as an illustration of the immortality that can be achieved by those who commit wrongs. The video was filmed in Berlin in the, formans, in the former State Council of the German Democratic Republic building, which now houses the European School of Management and Technology. So, this song appears on the album Mutter. was originally released in Germany on September 10th, 2001, but many channels did not air the music video, which was also to debut on U.S. television the next evening, as it was released the day before September 11th. The German single contains a live cover of the Ramones song Pet Cemetery, sung by Rammstein keyboardist Christian Flake Lorenz. So that video probably never saw the light of day until the uh, DVD. So we talked about pussy. Um, so there is another. Um, there is another story here that I want to read about the video for Deutschland. Uh, German rock, hard rock band Rammstein has provoked outrage among Jewish groups and politicians with a video advertising its new album in which band members appear dressed as concentration camp prisoners. In the short video available online, Band members appear dressed in the striped uniforms of concentration camp prisoners with nooses around their necks. Quote, with this video, the band has crossed the line. Charlotte uh, Knobloch, a Holocaust survivor and former president of the Central Council of Jews in Germany, told mass, told mass selling daily build or build. The instrumentalization and trivialization of the Holocaust, as shown in the images, is irresponsible. Felix Klein, the government's commissioner for anti-Semitism, said if the video was simply to promote sales, I think it is a tasteless exploitation of artistic freedom. Rammstein are no strangers to controversy. Since launching in Berlin in 1995, the band has courted controversy with its albums, which has also touched on subjects as sadomasochism, homosexuality, incest, abuse, necrophilia, pyromania, cannibalism, and sexual violence. In 2009, the government banned Rammstein's hit album Liebe Est für Alada from public display in stores because it depicts because of its depictions of sadomasochism. So there you have it, guys. That is a weird history about uh, music videos being banned in the United States. And I just now remembered the other video by Rammstein that was completely banned 
So let me see if I can search it. Bookstabu video. And we will end the show with that. Uh, you know what? It looks like the video is completely uh, banned. Just completely banned. I can't even search it. Let's try that. Bookstabu video banned. Okay, so it looks like because uh, Bookstabu is actually on the same album as Pussy and E2 uh, E2 Devia, um, but. I don't see anything about it, but I do know that Bookstabu was originally supposed to be a music video, and because of the questionable stuff in Bookstabu, they never released it. Um, but all right, guys, so that's going to do it for Money's Crazy Mind this week. Thanks for joining me here. Uh, let's go ahead and get the fuck out of here because I don't know what that thing is doing here. Um, and we also saw another visitor in uh nurse ratchet's office as well and uh we will talk about why those things exist at another time but let's go ahead and get out of here guys um and i want to thank everybody for checking out the show this week we will be back next week with even more fun and hopefully you guys enjoy everything that we have coming up over the next couple of weeks here on Money's Crazy Mind. And hopefully you guys can pick up some of the hints that I'm going to be dropping over the next couple of weeks for stuff that we're going to be talking about later in the year. But until then, everybody, hopefully you guys have a great week and you know what before we get out of here i got one more thing i gotta do i'm sorry i didn't do this and i apologize to uh jeff so before we get out of here uh we'll end the show with this since it was jeff since jeff gave me the idea for this show we'll end the show uh talking about his concert that he has coming up we'll do the june 17th one uh that's oblivia antimatter necrobiome and still in darkness. That's June 17th at the Foundry Concert Club, 7 p.m. Tickets are $10 in advance. Reach out to uh, Jeff James or Lisa Summers on how you can get your hands on those. And then obviously September 16th, Crystal Palooza in honor of Chris's, uh, or, I'm sorry, Jeff's fallen girlfriend, Crystal. Um, and check out uh, loud, loud and Local from this past week because the singer 
I'm sorry. Let me say that again. The singer for Antimatter was actually on the show with Dave and Tim. And this next phrase that I'm going to end the show with uh, will make more sense that way. Um, I don't even remember it, so we're not going to. But we they played this really funny song about a fucking pig with album art that makes anything that Rammstein has ever done look like child's play. But that's going to do it for me, guys. I thought he went away a few years ago when he regenerated to a woman. Anyway, that's going to do it. Until next week, everybody. Have a week.